Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, indeed. We're picking back up with New Morning Mercy, so Tori's just going to take it from here. Yes, if you missed yesterday, highly recommend going back and listening because today's kind of piggybacks piggybacks off of it. So let's jump in. Do you want the vacation planner, Jesus? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm out. Dog. Like, what are you doing right now? Paul Tripp is literally I'm coming actually my neck right now. Just laughing because he's <laughs> just looking at vacation spots. Okay. Not for us. Not for, for a us, for a friend. But he's going it, on his honeymoon. Yes, but anyways, okay. <laughs> Do you want the vacation planner Jesus who will take you to a place where life is more pleasurable? He will only be your sovereign savior king. If you judge God's goodness by the amount of suffering in your life, you will end up concluding that he is not good. If you judge God's love by the degree to which your life is difficult, you will end up thinking that God does not love you. If you judge the faithfulness of God by how much disappointment and grief you have had to deal with, you will end up questioning his faithfulness. Here is the bottom line. You will suffer because your suffering is an essential part of God's good plan for you. The moments when life doesn't seem to be working as it should, the moments when you are bitterly disappointed, the moments when you have experienced loss, or the moments when unexpected trials have entered your door are not indications of the failure of God's plan. These moments do not depict that he has forgotten you, these moments do not reveal that he is unfaithful to his promises. They do not show you that God has favorites. These moments do not demonstrate that sometimes God doesn't answer your prayers. Here's what you and I need to understand to live in light of. These difficult moments of life are not the failure of God's plan or in the way of God's plan. These moments are a part of his plan. They are placed in our lives as tools of his ongoing work of rescuing, transforming, and delivering grace. They are in our lives because the God we serve esteems holiness more than he esteems our temporal definition of happiness. You can read that again. That was good. <laughs> they are placed in our lives as tools of his ongoing work of rescuing, transforming, and delivering grace. They are in our lives because the God we serve esteems holiness more than he esteems our temporal definition of happiness. He is not working to give us that temporary situational emotional high. He is working to produce something much better, eternal joy. The reality is that God has little allegiance to my selfish little wish list. He has not signed on by his grace to deliver to me that catalog of things that I think will make me happy. He is not committed to meet everything I have christened as a need. He is not working to make my journey between the already and not yet as easy as it could possibly be. God is never caught up short when one of his children is enduring difficulty, as if something strange were happening. No. Walking with Jesus is not the grand vacation, a life free of responsibility and trial. Walking with Jesus is not like that because 
our right here, right now life with him is not a destination as a vacation would be. He is not vacation planner Jesus. He is our sovereign savior king. Thus, this present life is meant by God to be a time of preparation for the final glorious destination that will be our eternal home. So our right now life is not a paradise. Right now, God in grace is working to prepare us through the difficulties of life in this fallen world for what is guaranteed to each and every one of his children. He's done it again, everyone. And so there's a line in here that I think I think we've all taken for granted whenever we've heard it said before, or at least I have in my life, where it's that line that says, uh, where is it at? It says this, they're in our lives because the God we serve, let me emphasis on the God we serve, esteems our holiness more than he esteems our temporal definition of happiness. Mm-hmm. Isn't it funny how temporary our definition of happiness is. Yeah. Whenever I was five, it looked very different than when I was 10 and 15 and 20 and 25 and so on. Mm -hmm. And it's just funny how like, if I had this, I'd be happy. Yeah. But looking back, I've gotten a lot of those things and now I just want more. I just want more. And I, yeah. I literally, this is the, always something <laughs> it's on. It sounds like Mr. Krabs from, from SpongeBob, like more, you know, the whole money thing is he just yeah. wants more. I just want more. And that doesn't lead to my holiness. That leads to my destruction. And there, I actually had this kind of a weird thought. Um, and I hope it parallels the devotional, but it's something, you know, you know, personally, I'm very passionate about. And for you all, if you do not struggle with pornography, then like still listen to this because the metaphor, it's, it's about the metaphor. It's not about the thing. It's, 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 it's about what's behind the thing. Mm-hmm. And I just, I read this study a while back that your brain releases the same chemicals <clears throat> whenever you watch that and do that as if you're actually being intimate with somebody. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is you're not, you're not being intimate with somebody. Mm-hmm. You're just alone with yourself and I get emotional because like your brain is literally wiring itself, tricking you to have the same high experience, that temporal happiness, that temporal high. And it's making you think that you're experiencing something that you're not. And that's what things are in this earth that aren't him. They're fake. They're temporary highs. They're not him. They, he's protecting us. He's protecting us from us tricking ourselves to make us think that we're getting something that we're actually not. And so whether it is that struggle or it's a different struggle, it's idolization of marriage or it's the pursuit of money or whatever it is for you, Mm -hmm. we have to know that God's protecting us. Mm -hmm. He's protecting our holiness from our pursuit of happiness. Yeah, that's so good, babe. Um, Something I was just thinking about was I was having a conversation with my mom last night because a talks with Tori podcast episode came out and she was like, Oh, will you send it to me? And I was giving her a little warning <laughs> because I shared some stories on there about my past and things that, you know, I was pursuing for those temporary highs, et cetera. And she was like, Oh no, do I want to listen? Where did I go wrong? Like, should I have been less strict? Cause I couldn't have been more strict. And mm-hmm. she started going through this list of how, the difficulties that I walked through were like her fault somehow. And in reality, it was like, 
man, I had a spirit of rebellion that needed to be cast off of me, but it took me back and I actually sent her screenshots. If y'all remember, we did this devotional. It was on like these aha moments with Jesus. And it's like, I look back to those times and were those really difficult times in my life. And sometimes I look back and I wish I could change or erase or like rewrite my history in some way. But I got all of these messages flooded in my DMs from women who opened up that had such similar stories and they were just thanking me because they're like man I feel like a weight's been lifted because I felt all alone because shame makes Mm -hmm. you feel all alone and it's like those moments were what led me to Jesus those moments of destruction in a way were like gosh Lord I recognize that this sin is an empty promise like because sin lures you in making you think that it's going to give you something that it can never Mm. give you and then hopefully you run to Jesus instead and you're like okay I had the moment I realized that it's not everything it was cracked up to be and everything I need everything I need is right here in your presence and then we can look at our difficulties in a new light because now I recognize the depth of grace in a whole new way because I recognize how sinful I can be. I recognize how desperately I need that rescuing, transforming Mm -hmm. grace in my life every single day. And I think that that's, that's why I love this devotional is because it just reminds us that Mm -hmm. he's not our vacation planner. He's not the God that's just going to bring ease and comfort into our life. Now he is the God of comfort. He will bring you comfort in his arms. So you know what we're talking about. We're talking about material comforts. Um, but he also like, he uses those difficulties for his own glory and for your own good. And so that's how good he is. It's crazy. Yeah. I just felt called just to just to say this for those who are struggling with this, like you have been washed clean. Yep. You are God's righteousness in Christ Jesus. Let me say it again. You are God's righteousness in Christ Jesus. You make him so happy and don't get caught in the shame game. Yep. It does not serve you and it does not serve him. Yeah. There it only this, serves the enemy. Yeah. There was this one line I did share in that podcast, but I'm going to share it here too. Cause I just think it was such a good quote. I think I saw it on Instagram or something, but it says, we don't clean ourselves off before we get in the shower. We get in the shower and the water cleans us. Mm. And so often we look at Jesus, like we need to clean ourselves before we come into his presence and we're looking at it all wrong. It's in his presence that his grace cleanses us that Mm. he washes us clean and so don't think you have to get your life together get your act together before coming to jesus run to jesus now and allow his grace to do it only his grace can do want to pray sign out i do dear heavenly father god we thank you for your grace we thank you that it is transformative that it is purifying that it is sanctifying that it is never ending never failing father We thank you that we don't have to clean ourselves up to come to you, but that you do that work for us, Father, that you did that work on the cross. Father, we just thank you 
that you are the God of our mountaintops, but that you are also the God of our valleys, that you meet us in our disappointments and you use them for your glory and for our good. God, we thank you for the work that you're doing inside of us, the deep, deep work inside of us that only you can do. We pray all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. When else that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing into the Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys, and we'll be talking to you tomorrow. Aloha. (laughs) 